Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always Shopping's we begin Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mother Harmony, dressed in hearts. How many heart sweaters do you think you have, Mom? You know, I've never counted. And I was thinking, I saw another cute one and I thought, maybe I'm overdoing it. But do you think? Something. But, well, I don't wear them all at once. I only wear one this at a true. time. This is true. But I do like hearts. Yes. They make me happy. And well, right now we're, we can use a little happiness, we're, right? We could. We could use a little yep. happiness, that's for sure. A little happiness, a little escape. That's yep. what we're here to provide. Yep. And it is still February, so you're within the you know, oh, Valentine so an, bubble okay of wear. wearing all of your oh, reds okay. and hearts. Yes. I'm what's the tra- What's the necklace situation that you have going on? It is what do you chunky mean? chain half it's resin half gold right. is that what's it, happening there? Do you want to know the truth? Yeah, this I want to from, know the truth. Okay, here is the truth for everyone who wants to know. This I remember it's from Banana Republic. I bet Banana I have Banana Republic. Yes, and I bet I have had it for fifteen years. Mm. And somehow there are many things that a red necklace looks good on, mm-hmm. and I kind of like it. And I've never found another one. That I like as well. So I just keep pulling it out, you know. Yeah, that banana would not have been my first, second, or third guess on that one. No, me either, but I remember that. Yeah. So. Are you, have you been in a banana lately? I was in a banana. Was I in a banana in Hawaii? Banana Republic, really? Yes. In Hawaii? Can you believe it? Yep, there it was. Okay. Banana Republic. Um, I looked more online. I did purchase from their online site. A, a blouse a mm-hmm. while back and i've seen some awfully cute things pop up on line yeah i'm feeling right now like is the case with many retailers there is a vast divide between their um advertisements and website and what the stores actually look like yes oh i agree with you i mean everything looks so good yeah on their models why is that and I mean, they, their models have me wanting to wear cargo pants yeah. and wanting to hit the jungle yeah. oh, in high oh, heels know when you're going and silky pants. And then I go into the store and I'm just kind of like, oh. well, plus I find online and I find this a lot. I hate to say it with anthropology, but things look great online. And then I go in and then you look at the fabrics and not quite as good as what if we like. okay let, let us know everybody is this a good idea would you use this service what and and i will say there are sites now where you know like where you get the the user feedback and right. sometimes people will post pictures of themselves what if we did a whole site that is real people in the clothes not the models yeah Kind Real of like people. the yeah. Celeste Baker, not oh, not oh. not not you know 
not doing all of those actions. Yes, and if you're not following Celeste Baker on Instagram, oh, we've said should. it before, you must immediately, it will make your day, it'll oh. make your weekend. You don't need to do anything you else. Just watch loud. her. Yes. Every now and then, my husband says, What are you laughing at? And it's always How long look, can she keep it up, though? I like don't any know. of those kind of like, you know, social media shticks, I just wonder how long can she basically takes an extreme model, you know, pose video and then recreates it in her own. But it's, you know, it's a model who's just as skinny and beautiful yeah. and perfect as can be. Yes. Yeah, so, and then she, who she, really, she's not like a bad looking person, nor is she heavy, but she's, she's very normal. normal. She's very she's normal. normal. Yes. And I think as many of us, you know, hold our stomachs in, uh-huh. if you let it out, that's a whole other look. Right. And she'll right, do that right. in these videos. So you see her twirling on the beach and falling over <laughs> right. and doing awkward stands in her bathroom. And anyway, yeah. we digress. Um, but if you had a website, and I don't mean to be a mockery and joking, but, but I mean, really just to like have this is what this sweater really looks like yeah. on someone who is, let's say, 5'2". Or let's say not quite <laughs> five feet, if we want to be honest. Well, and yes, as an example, I saw a sundress that was supposed to be a midi um, on Anthropology a while back. And it looked like the top was all ruched. And I thought, okay, well, you know, you can tie the shoulders and make it higher, you know, so it'll be it'll fit me right. And I ordered it. And I put it on and laughed out loud because, you know, there's no way somebody under probably 5'8 could have carried that off. Mm-hmm. And you can't always tell by the pictures. And the pictures kind of make you think you're going to look like that. Yes. Doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't know. This could be something. We could do some affiliate marketing. Sure. There, there could be something in this for us. Well, let's give it some thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It could save us a lot of returns, yeah. a lot oh, of trouble going sure. in. Um, we will, we're going to talk a little later, and I'm really excited. So if you have questions, let us know. To um, social media expert Betsy Kershaw, who is going to talk about some trends in social media and shopping. Oh, and, okay. Yes. She's going to give us a lowdown. She is. She is going to give us a lowdown. Um, but speaking of returns, big, exciting news. That was this a good week. segue, Allie. Thank you. Yeah. I've been working on those. Um, <laughs> from Target, Target is entering the next phase of the drive up curbside business, drive up returns. Yeah. Can you even handle it? This is, this to me is a, tr- this is one of the greatest conveniences they could add. Absolutely. But I, but you kind of, I feel that the other part of that. Oh, the Starbucks, which I have thought about because I do use um, the drive up. In fact, I just did this week to pick up groceries and Mm -hmm. various things at Target. And I've often thought about that, that it would be nice if I could just get my little Starbucks drink at the same time. Well, they're going to work on that, too. You're going to be able to order that and return. You never have to go in the store unless you really want to. Right. Um, so smart and so, um, just, just so they are being so tactical and so smart about how they progress this whole drive up thing. And they've been working on this and seeing that the numbers are not declining, even as we move past, um, you know, COVID and people are feeling more comfortable going into stores. They still love the convenience. And I think we've all gotten really comfortable ordering things, whether we're picking them up or having them delivered to our home, but then it's the returns and you end up going in because you didn't fit. 
fit. Right. It wasn't the right size. It wasn't the right color. And so the idea that you'll now be able to do that uh, is pretty amazing. Now, they're going to just, I mean, it's going to be a while before this is everywhere. Well, they're hoping by fall yeah. they're going to start um, the pilot, which will, the pilot uh, testing, which will be done in Minnesota, as yeah. I understand. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, we may get it sooner than other people, but I have a feeling it's going to be a major success because, you know, and I think that that what companies have realized, not just Target, but through all of this pandemic is make everything as easy as you can for the consumer mm-hmm. and give them as many options as you can. And it's great that you've got a store and for people who want to come in there, but for people who don't or are busy, whether it's to get something or to return it, just give well, them everything I, you can. I think what we've seen in the last few years is is re- the smart retailers are moving beyond the fear of losing the traditional experience. Right. I think for so long they were so worried that if they added things like this, oh my gosh, people aren't going to want to come yeah. to the store and it's all going to fall apart. And now they realize you just have to think about the store differently. The store can still be, you know, the the epicenter of it all, the heartbeat of it all, the place where you store the merchandise, the place where you store the intelligence, but it doesn't matter where they're shopping. As long as, as they long. buy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A um, couple comments from um, one of Target's execs. Um, Guests continue to tell us they love the ease and convenience of drive up, and they've been asking us to add even more of the Target experience to the service. Adding Starbucks, adding easy returns, expanding our backup item options gives guests even more of what they love about shopping at Target quickly and easily. Yeah. That's the name of the game. Yep. I think All it's about it's extremely smart. Yes. So watch for that uh, coming to a Target store near you. That was really one of the bigger um, retail headlines and exciting ones yeah, absolutely. Um, of this week. Now, here's another one related, kind of. Um, Lowe's is going to start testing out one-hour delivery. And my first thought was, like, I mean... How often do you need a wrench delivered in an hour? But I guess if you're in the middle <laughs> or of if you were painting and, and you I ran out of they, paint? Y- yes. And I you that's and then I thought quickly, okay, so you're in the middle of a project and I've been there painting a kid's bedroom and you're, you know, you're barefoot and you're you got paint all over yourself and you do. You need that one brush for the edging or you need that one thing. Yeah. The idea of being able to get it delivered right away that I think that too is going they to be a big success. They won't deliver like big things, right? I mean, no. Like if you suddenly wanted a new sink for your bathroom, they are working to make. So Lowe's is actually going to collaborate with Instacart, okay. which, frankly, that's the future of those services right. too. It's not food. It's not just groceries. Um, they're going to make t- approximately twenty thousand products, including well, including some small home appliances. So, mom, if you need a microwave. Oh, okay. You yeah. could get that delivered. Okay. Building supplies, light fixtures, garden and outdoor essentials delivered store to door same day in an, in as fast as an hour. Now, Home Depot has already done this. They partner with Walmart's um, delivery service, their Go Local, to offer same day and next day. They started doing that in October of last year. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we, everybody's got to... It's coming. It is coming. Um, All right. Well, when we get back, uh, let's dive into some new brand collaborations, some store openings. Much to discuss today on Shop Girls Still Ahead. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, and I just, my whole week is now just completely thrown because Why? I had on my calendar, I was planning to go, I'm getting, a, I'm taking a child to a haircut, which I'm sure everybody wants to know. I'm sure and then I was coming to Morningside After Dark to see you, <laughs> and I just learned that it's actually virtual, so I'm not going anywhere. I've got you nowhere can, to go. No, you can just watch it wherever you are on YouTube, Morningside After I Dark. I did not realize, but well, you're, okay, so this is an ongoing series created years ago by the one and only Rebecca Sorensen. Right. And it's it's people do readings and talks and they perform and but and local yeah and, yes yeah and, and and they asked you well they were desperate <laughs> they had to fill a few minutes and no the thing is that it had been done in a church for yes. a long time mm-hmm. um, in the Morningside neighborhood yeah right and their capacity was two hundred and fifty people yes I was and yeah they outgrew that mm-hmm. and then came the pandemic. And it has been virtual for the last year. So hopefully, as she said, this will be the last virtual uh, performance. And in June, they will be able to go live again. But this indeed is virtual. So you can watch it on YouTube. Okay, so it's Monday evening. They they have a website and you can check it out. It's morningsideafterdark.com. Yeah. And this is happening. The next one is Monday, February 28th. So if you're podcasting, I hope you did it real quick. Um oh. at 7:30 p.m. and the theme is True North. Mom, you are in seriously good company. Do you know who the writers are? Do you know that Anne Bancroft? Anne Bancroft. Yeah, me and Anne Bancroft. You we and have a Anne lot Bancroft. in common. Oh my we God. We have a lot in common. And I love, this is my favorite. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. You're listed under musicians. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know why Rebecca called me to begin with. And she seems very excited about this. Yes. Um, I. The truth is, I mean, I said, I don't know what you want. And I just... Did a little with your father, of course. Right. <laughs> we, yeah. Yes. Let's not forget no, that you do have a partner in your. No. See, I was really I was for sure planning to come when well, I thought it was sure. happening in person because somebody else said to me, like, you've never done you've never with all everything you've done. It's yeah. all been recorded on social. You haven't done a live well, performance. And and in truth, it would be kind of a ridiculous thing because what we do are minute long parodies Mm -hmm. and so that works fine for tiktok because that's you know your goal is a minute i now they can be a little longer i guess or we do it on instagram and we have no musicians behind us nobody had been pandemic quarantining with us that could play the piano (laughs) yeah so it's just couldn't fire up your karaoke machine right so you know when she first called i'm like uh, I don't really understand how we would even do that. Yeah. But as it turns out, you know, we have a little introduction thing and then we have a couple of our songs on there. So Wow. Um, You're doing more than one number. Two. And out. and I mean, do you know, come on, this is this is your audience, so give us a little sneak peek. Is it um is are these new original numbers or are these some of your oldies no, but goodies? We have to be honest about this because uh, in I don't want to give everything away, but in the intro, I explained, you know, sort of what has happened. Mm-hmm. And what do you uh, mean? What's happened? How how this all came about. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought I know. missed something. No. Yeah. And so we, you know, 
showed one that sort of was the one that got nationwide Which attention. Which was that? Which well, one was that? Hello. Um, well, it's to the tune of Hello, Dolly, that we did on ABC uh, World News Tonight. Okay. And then one that is more recent, because obviously we've had to, you know, when we first started doing these, literally two years ago, they were all about being locked in. Right. I I think your first big moment was when you guys were out of beer and out of chips, except you were holding up Takis, which some very clever people noticed. Well, they're chips. Yes. Um, Jana Shortall. Mm Mm-hmm is the first one who like called and said, Oh, I've got to do something about this. And she did mm-hmm. a piece on us. Yes. Um, but yes. Yeah, so the, the first ones were obviously all about being in lockdown and all right. that. And then we had to kind of luckily pivot when we got uh, vaccines. Mm-hmm. And so they were all about get out there and get your vaccine. And I'm really struggling now with, if we, since hopefully, most people have been vaccinated. We right. still need Well, can't people. you just expand? Can't you just be doing oh, just about regular, being happy, huh? Right. Just do regular numbers. Yeah. I don't know. What do the people want? They should Probably let you they know. Probably want us to shut up. <laughs> could be. Could be. Let us know. You know how to reach us. You can reach us at Alley Shops at Harmony Kaplan. All the many ways. MyTalk1071.com. What do you want yeah. from On the... On TikTok, uh, it's at Distancing Duo. Four. In mm-hmm. fact, I had a cute comment from a new one, uh, you know, new um, song that we had put on in this. It looked like a young girl from her picture on TikTok. And she wrote, oh, she said, I check in on you all the time. I want to make sure that you're all right. I mean, the comments are just unbelievable. Yeah. So um, anyway, that all brings us back to anyway. Now I know I I can just uh, be be in my pajamas, right? Or in my car or wherever. But it's Monday night, 730, Morningside After Dark. You're in good company. The other musicians are Annie Humphrey, Chris Coza, Brian Laidlaw, and Ashley Hansen, Alyssa Ross and Andy Vogel, a lot of musicians. And yeah. then um, other writers, I can't believe, I mean, Anne Bancroft, that's a big deal. Yes. Mary Moore Easter, Jazir Johnson, Stephen Kung, and Tom um, Tronson. Tron, Tron, Tronson. Okay. I think I got that you right. You can't Sorry. be on because you can't pronounce that's it. That's right. That's right. But yeah. it's a really neat series great that idea. just shows you how many. Cr- Clever, creative, interesting people live right in the neighborhood. And us. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And they'll be getting back to live, um, hopefully in the spring. But you can watch it on YouTube or on... on Facebook Live, morningsideafterdark.com. So right. that is that, and we're uh, definitely looking forward to watching you, Mom. Thanks, Allie. Yes. Um, we Well, let's just kick off this story, and then we can discuss it when we get back. But there's been so much um, curiosity and speculation about what's going to happen with the Edina movie theater. Right. I And when you think about, down, you know, Main Street-type areas, you know, the the movie theater, the classic theater, this one happened to have been built in 1934. It's a huge part of it's a magnet, it's a marquee. You know, think about it. The uptown, the Highland, right. Grand, you know, I mean, yeah. these are these are institutions in their own right. The Edina Theater's been dark for two years now. Yeah. Hard to believe, but it's coming but back. It's coming we'll back. fill you in on what it means and what's happening when we get back right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. Well, we had the 
the update this week on Twin Cities Business, tcbmag.com, about the Edina Theater. You're going to start seeing construction in just the next couple of weeks. Do you know the exciting part? I want to just say, because that is my neighborhood. And having that closed, obviously during the pandemic, that's one thing. I mean, nobody was going. But somehow that theater represents going out and having a bite to eat and then going to a movie or you've been in a movie and then you look in the shops. And I couldn't imagine that really being closed permanently. Right. And I'm certainly glad it's not Even going just to the symbolism of the lights. You know, yeah. the marquee itself has been dark. Right. The theater went dark and yeah. so did the marquee. It needs it needs um, some renovation yeah. work and they're going to do that. It will be lit up. Here's the fun part. I don't know if you realize. So the um, the building is owned by Suzanne Hogland, who actually has a store across the street and she's got other properties. Which is there. her store? Um, the at home the home store. Oh. That's her. She's in, she does interior oh. design. Oh yeah, she oh, is okay. I very didn't much wow. part of the fabric of 50th yes. in France. And she and um, her late husband owned some buildings. So she was looking for somebody to come in and take over the Edina Theater when Landmark said they weren't coming back. Right. First it was just closed because it was a pandemic. Then it was like, okay, it's time to open again. Landmark wasn't opening and then they said, no, we're done. And she wanted it to stay a theater, but nobody was interested. When you think about it, that's a four-screen theater it's a quirky old building oh absolutely it is and not a lot of first of all there aren't a lot of big movie companies and the the amcs and the showplace icons of the world they want 10 12 16 screens so they don't want it you've got the big multiplex at southdale down the street so the city of edina actually reached out to man theaters mm. they're local you know of man course, theaters I knew Ted man oh did you mm-hmm. how my father knew him very well really oh yeah did you know steve no so steve was the second generation steve actually fun fact everybody owned the Dyna theater for a few years in the 70s really yes and so now his kids are running man theaters. Edina reaches out. The the um, economic development director in Edina is new to town. Not new, but I mean, he's been here for 12 years. He didn't even know that history. Oh. But he reached out because, oh, they're a local company. They do smaller theaters. Uh, you know, they own the, the Grand View in St. Paul. They own yeah. the Highland Theater in St. Paul. So he reached out to them and then found out this full circle moment. You know, that man's, I don't know if they still own it. You know, man, Grauman's Chinese Theater in California. Yeah. Became the man's. Right. So here's, so I've, I've now pieced together. So there were two brothers. Steve had a brother and his brother decided to go to California Mm -hmm. years ago and then opened like a a part of the company that was based there. Mm -hmm. But Steve stayed here and focused on Minnesota. To what what Man Theaters is today is all Minnesota based theaters. Yeah. They managed to hang on to us. So they they own the Plymouth Theater. They own um, well the two in St. Paul that I said, and then a couple that are a little further out of town. They closed the Hopkins Theater. That was theirs. Yeah, that um, I still feel bad. And about. I think it was funny because I was talking to Michelle this week, and you can read the story at tcbmag.com. Um, but I just the the viability 
possibility of doing a second run theater today, it's hard enough to get people to come back to the movie theater. Right. But for a second run movie with all of the streaming yeah. options, I just don't well, know if those are going to exist. I anymore. don't know either, especially because you can see first run movies on television. Exactly. So right. It's, it's hard, hard enough. Fun so, fact. Yes. So it, many fun facts. Fun fact. Ted Mann was married to Rhonda Fleming, who was a very famous actress. Really? For a long time. Yes. Oh, but but lived here. I don't know then if he lived, um, he might have lived in L.A. Mm. then. I'm not sure. Okay, lots of interesting connections. Well, anyway, back to the Edina Theater. They are hoping it will be open as soon as June. They are going to put in a bar upstairs that they're hoping will be a destination of its own, not just necessarily for movie growers, but you could just decide, hey, I'll meet you up there for a drink. It's going to have, um, it's going to be themed around The Shining, That movie. Okay. Yes. So the bar in The Shining, if you're familiar, um, the gold room is the the bar. Um, That's how they're going to make it look. And here's another interesting thing. They're adding a live stage. Yes. They are in one of the smaller theaters. They're going to build a stage and make it available, make it a flexible space that could show a movie, but could also have like a morning side after dark or have a TED talk or have a small, you know, a comedian or something like that. That's a great idea. Why? Because I think it adds one more layer to the things that you can do. Yeah. On 50th in France. Yeah. And, you know, there are people who want to go to movies, but, you know, maybe you want to go to a comedy club, but you're not going to go. I think there's still one at the Mall of America, isn't there? Yes, there is. Okay. And you know, places like that. But here it's right yeah. in your own I mean, you know, as Michelle Mann was saying, they're really, what are the options near there? You yeah. know, I mean, other than going to the Mall of America or, you know, Hopkins has um, stages theater, obviously, but that's a little bit. I mean, there aren't that many yeah. venues for somebody who wanted to do comedy for a small, you know, a small musical act or something like that. The theaters aren't going to be huge. They're putting in the stadium style. So they're actually losing quite a bit. of Right. But capacity. I think that that's the biggest thing that they could do, because that was the. One thing, when you'd go to the movie there, it was sort of like, really, you know, back to the old seats and you couldn't really see well and people in front of you and all that. So, I mean, they have to update. Right. Um, And then the other big thing is that they're not, it's not going to be just like independent art house movies necessarily. They're going to do some, you know, Hollywood style movies as well. So it won't be like when Landmark owned it and they used to do only the arty. Right. They're going to do a mix. So interesting. And why are we talking about all this on Shop Girls? Well, I mean, it's, it again, it's sort of like. It all works together. It does. And it's a huge traffic driver that 50th and France has been missing these last yep. couple of years it helps it helps for store traffic it helps for restaurant traffic and it brings people in um longer hours you know in the evening hours as well and that's kind of how you make a successful downtown district right you've got all of to that have, together yeah you've got to have all the pieces working together so i think anyway, it's exciting yeah coming soon by the time uh, they're hoping to be open by the time top gun 2 comes out oh well there you go then we're ready i i could be are you excited for that well no not yet i'm curious <laughs> i would say curious i mean i remember top gun i mean who didn't love top gun who was alive in the 80s that was an amazing movie but i don't know we we thought a little differently about tom cruise then than we, we do now uh, i don't well, know it'll be interesting yeah, it could be great or it could be a huge bomb. One of the two. One of the two. Yep. Um, okay, moving on to some new partnerships, collaborations. Um, Draper James, I still have not gotten over to the store at Mall of America. You know Reese Witherspoon's store is open. You know, now when you say that, I do remember that, but I haven't been at the Mall of America in two years. 
Have you really not? No. Maybe it's time to go back. You should videotape well, that whole thing. I, Do some reels about it. <laughs> Maybe I should. Yeah, make us I a mean, reel. We want know, to see your epic return to the well, mall. But you have to understand, and I think I'm not the only one, you know, through this pandemic, if you don't have to go certain places, you know, you just haven't gone. Mm-hmm. And to be in an area like that, I just haven't had any reason okay. to do that. Well, Draper but, James opened a store. It's This is Reese Witherspoon's brand. Um, and they opened a store at Mall of America. You can go there now. But this week, they launched in 500 Kohl's stores. The brand right. Did. But it's a different version. It's not just her uh, Draper James. It's Draper James RSVP. And so it's a spring capsule collection. And this is a special collection that has been designed exclusively for Kohl's. Okay. And More affordable price points, like abs- 88 to $165. Yeah. Whereas the other one is... is It's a lot of it's like... It's 88 look- to 165 for the, her regular. Oh, um, I'm Draper sorry. I was going to say, I didn't think that sounded that cheap. Okay, no, but right. her regular prices on Draper James are 88 to 165 And this is, you know, RSVP line is 51 to 70 To 73.50. They to be it. exact, yes. yes. To be exact. Um, but it's the same kind of look, and it all looks like Reese, and it all looks like having lemonade on the porch in the South. It's sundresses and jean jackets yeah. and, you know, casual but pulled together pieces. I have yet to try any on, but I really want to. I'm curious if anybody else is a fan of the brand. If you've ordered or been to the store, let us know. 651 When I see pictures of her in the dresses, I mean, they look so cute. Yes, I just don't know that they would on me. But yeah, I would certainly try something on too. Yeah. But no, there's um, some definitely cute Kohl's pieces. has done a lot of partnerships uh, with different products. And they partnered with Tommy Helfiger and Calvin Klein and Cole Haan Lanzan. But I was remembering that they did do a partnership with Jennifer Lopez. I don't know whatever happened to that. Do you think that's still happening? I don't know. We can look it up. Yeah. I'm not sure about that one. I mean, but a lot of them are intended to be, you know, just capsule for short term. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the first ones that I remember them doing years ago was with Vera Wang. Right. I remember when Vera Wang took her, you know, wedding and, and dressy yeah. pieces to Kohl's. And that was like really crazy right. at the time. The other big collaboration that has been announced is Brandon Maxwell and Walmart. Now, Brandon Maxwell is a he used to design a lot for Lady Gaga and is, you know, a top designer. And he had been hired by Walmart um, a while back to be the creative leader, not just, you know, the designer, but to be the leader in their two in-house brands called Scoop and Free Assembly. And they have come out now. And did you look at some of the designs? I did. Because, you know, again, it reminds me of, you know, Christopher John Rogers, who they just did a piece on him on the Today Show. And, oh, I wish I could afford those clothes. But he did one for Target. And the colors and all were wonderful. The fabrics, not so much. And I'm mm. looking at these. And the more fashionable one is Scoop that Brandon Maxwell has done. The mm-hmm. other one is more um, kind of everyday for the whole family. They look great. I don't know how they look in person. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them yet. But um, he's got a whole big thing. I think Walmart is trying very hard to become Target in that way. 
Well, they you? have been trying. Well, yes, they've been trying that for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, one listener just messaged to say uh, that she saw the Draper James stuff at Kohl's and it looked a little cheap. Oh, but you never know. Yeah. And it's all about finding the right pieces. Yep. So check yep. it out. Um, I would. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's time to to make a return to Walmart to to check out some of these new lines. But um, it seems promising. Yeah, could they're be. trying. Yeah. Very good. Okay, well, when we get back, we will. Uh, it's time for whose look is it anyway? We got a lot of looks to discuss. Are we going low with the low rise? Can we go back there? Are we going to wear Bermuda shorts? That's all ahead on Shop Girls right after this. Welcome back, and just in time, you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. We take a look at a trend, we analyze it from every angle, we think about who's wearing it, and then. My mother and I ask ourselves, whose look is it anyway? Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Question posed this week in the New York Times by fashion writer Vanessa Friedman. Well, it was posed to her. Sure. Can (laughs) I still wear low-rise jeans? As this trend that we thought we had seen the last of, how silly and foolish we were. Oh, yeah. Comes back into our consciousness. There are a lot of people who remember wearing it not too many years ago who are now asking themselves, can we do it again? Well, especially this woman who was asking, who said, is there something to be done if one's midsection isn't quite as it was? Right. And of course, I, you know, I mean, Vanessa Friedman said the question of age-appropriate clothing and what that means is complicated and highly personal. And I think that that's true. Um, And I I don't know that there's an age. I think that we all look at our bodies and decide what looks right on us or what we're comfortable in. And one of her suggestions was, you know, maybe you're not going to wear the low-rise with a crop top, but maybe you could get a longer t-shirt that you tuck in and put a belt on with it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like torture to me, but you know, yeah, some people might like that idea. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, basically her conclusion as she um, thinks about this in her column is that we should all wear what feels good, that it's not so much about the age. It's about what makes you feel good. Now, sometimes you can feel good in something that really doesn't look that good. There is that. <laughs> But there is that. You if you're happy, does. then God bless that. <laughs> well, that's... You know, we all see people wearing things and think, "Oh, does she? Did she look in the mirror?" And did. But you know, some people really don't care. Right. They're happy in it. They're comfortable. I bless do them. love, but I do love the idea of wearing it again, but doing it a little bit differently. That first of all, you know, when you see um, in fashion magazines, especially with low rise, when they're trying to show them off and emphasize them, you'll see it paired with a crop top where, yeah. you know, and and it doesn't have to be worn that way. Right. Or you see Rihanna or Riri, as I call her, uh-huh. uh, in all of her pregnant glory with her low rise, you know, below her belly and then. A coat open. We talked about that last week with with Grant. You know, I mean, it's all in what 
you feel looks good and makes you happy. Right. You know, so Um, try it again, tuck something in, do a turtleneck, do a t-shirt, do a big belt or don't, you don't have to. It's just one. I mean, there's there's enough trends out there that, you know, you don't have to be stuck with one look, but I love, this was my favorite part of Vanessa's. I know her very well of Vanessa's answer. She said on a personal note, Just as I hope that at some point the lines on our face will once again be seen as an indication of life lived that should be celebrated rather than erased. I also hope someday we can embrace post-childbirth tummies, thus obviating this as an issue. But I know we are not there yet. Right. And, you know, I mean, unfortunately, that's just the way things are right now. So basically, if you want to go low, go low. If you don't, it's okay. There are other jeans. There are other ways to to look in fashion. I would say the biggest one right now is to just try a more straight leg jean. It doesn't yeah. have to be low rise. It could actually be high rise, which right. feels great after I uh, dessert. I have to say I love my jogger jeans. Mm-hmm. And which are like an elastic waist, right? They are. They're yeah. elastic waist and elastic um, ankles. Yes. And a fuller look. Now, obviously, there are certain, there are different tops that mm-hmm. you wear with that kind of look than you do with a, a legging or a straight leg and all of that. But, you know, you can try them all. You can. You right? gotta have, gotta have the right top, gotta have the right shoe. What about a Bermuda short? Yeah, what about a Bermuda Are you short? interested in going back there with Bella Hadid? Because she is wearing them again, and the internet is talking. Yeah. Um, I don't even think they look good on her. <laughs> Did you think they looked good in, on her in this picture? Um, I mean... You know, I, I think she can. She looks stylish no matter what she's wearing. But it was interesting. I mean, so she was wearing what looked like a wintry Bermuda, right? I mean, it was sort of like a. It looked like a wool, yeah. you know, a charcoal gray wool material. She was with wearing, leggings. I mean, uh, or with an opaque, tights, with an yeah. opaque um, tight and, and boots and high boots. Yeah. So you got a lot of chopping up of the legs. Now, when you have six feet of luxurious legs like she does, you can afford to chop them up. You and I, not so much. No, 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 no. Those Bermudas would be full-length pants on me. And the Bermudas have obviously sort of a boxy look, and then she wore a a boxier top as well. It's a very specific look that I don't think most of us probably are going to feel comfortable trying at home, but it is. It's just another option. Yeah, I mean, I think... Do you think knees are most people's best feature? Um, I don't really know how to answer that. Okay. I, know well, that. Think, think I think you're leading the witness. Oh, I think I'm you sorry. don't feel that well, knees I don't. are. I don't think that that's probably, you know. Right, any... so you're saying it emphasizes it because yeah. the fabric cuts off and yeah, then you've got right the there. boot. And yes. The, yes, I mean, I just, you know, but it as, would not be my favorite look. As an alternative to a mini skirt or just kind of another option, if yeah. you're feeling limited by winter and you're looking for a new way to wear high boots, we had that question a couple of weeks ago. Um you know, is it okay to still wear tall boots? Somebody called in to ask because she felt like, you know, most of what she's seeing now is ankle boots. Well, this is an example of a new way to to do it. Absolutely. So now if you don't feel good in Bermuda shorts, what about in a onesie? Um, You know, onesies can be cozy and it does make getting dressed a lot easier. It does. Um, Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez have both been wearing a onesie from, I think it's from free people. Yeah, Yeah. Free people. Um, the free people just because onesie. And I got to say, 
it looks really comfortable. The only thing is it's a very um, deep V-neck. And so you probably would want something, a T-shirt or a camisole or something under it. Mm -hmm. But it does look like it would be unbelievably comfortable. It's a stretchy jumpsuit. How do we know that Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez have it? Have they been photographed in it? Because InStyle doesn't have photographs of them. Well, I assume that they would not say oh, that. Oh, Taylor wore it in her Miss Americana documentary. Yeah, yeah. They okay, both there you go. In it. Well, it looks cute. It looks cozy. It's got to hit you right, but um, that'd be fun to lounge in. Be much more comfortable than the um, the Bermudas or okay. the low cut, right. low rise jeans. So we'll go onesie. That shows okay. where we are in life. Yeah, right. Back to the onesie. <laughs> Back with another hour of Shop Girls after the news.